You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers Web Zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al and Brian. Have your franchise quarterback. He's number 13. He's the hind center. Stop trying to nitpick it. Enjoy it. National people at this point, I think the people who know what they're looking at understand how good that he's been and understand how good he is within this offense. And I Cynthia Freeland mentioned it we had around last week, and I agree with that. Like every quarterback's a system quarterback. You play in the system that you're in. Every single quarterback is like that. You will have a few. Mahomes is one that you could probably put anywhere and he's, he's a freak and you can figure it out. Maybe Josh Allen when he's, when he's at, when he's at his peak, but those guys who are physically gifted like that, they're very rare, very rare. For the most part, you need to be brought into a good system. You can't come in. I don't care who you are to a team that that's, that's a mess, a disaster. The Patriots offense right now with no weapons around it. And last year, if Joe judge was your coordinator or whoever the hell they had last year, Come to a situation like that, you're not going to do well. I mean, Mac Jones kind of sucks either way, but you know what I mean. So it's great that he's in a good situation, but he's making the best of this situation. What what is what do you want him to do? He had a perfect rating today. He threw three touchdown passes and he had four incompletions. What what do you want the guy to do? He's playing great. I'm sorry that he has good players around him. Do you want him to apologize for that? He's doing the best that he can with all the players around him. He's making the best of it, I should say, with all those players around him. He shouldn't apologize for that. He's coming in and doing exactly what you would hope he, he would do. And the Niners are at 7-3 and three right now. And, and the, even when, he, when they had the losing streak, he didn't play well in Cleveland, but he, it was a rainy game. Minnesota and um, Cincinnati. Sorry, I blanked on that for a minute. It's not like he played poorly the whole game. He actually played really well for most of those games. He just got hit with the turnover bug when they got behind where he tried to do too much. But as you're seeing with him, he hasn't had any turnovers the last two weeks. and He's learning. That's the thing, too, with he's a second-year quarterback. This isn't a 10-year vet that you brought in, and it's the same shit he's been doing for 10 years, and you're like, why isn't this guy learning? He is a young quarterback who is adjusting. And I keep saying is we're not going to know what he is until we see it. 
So another year from now or another two years, it just takes time to know who a person is and what they can do. And we said, okay, can, can he start playing complete games again? He has absolutely answered the bell with that. He's been, he's been phenomenal the last two weeks. Phenomenal. He's got over what, 650 yards and six touchdown passes. Pretty, pretty damn good. So he adjusted early in the season. He was having trouble with the deep ball. He was inaccurate on his deep balls during the season. I'm pretty sure I'd have to get the numbers. I'll see if I can get them for next show, but his deep ball numbers are, if they're not the best in the league, they're, they're right about there. Throwing 20 plus yards. He's been sensational, sensational. It adds a whole new element to the 49ers offense, because now you have to worry about, not only do you have to worry about Debo getting the ball and running 40 yards. Now you have to worry about the downfield passing game. So I can't say enough about him, man. And as somebody who's been a fan of this team for a long time and covering this team for a long time, you know, when I was a little kid, saw the tail end of Montana, um, saw Steve Young, and he gets spoiled, right? Wow. You have two great quarterbacks. And even Jeff Garcia, he took a lot of heat when he was there because, you know, you're going from Montana to Young to Garcia. But Garcia was a Pro Bowl quarterback. But ever since then, it's, it's, it's been rough. It's been rough waters. You had a short time with Kaepernick where he was a bit kind of flashing the panty, but he had some some moments. And then Grappolo had some moments too. 2019 overall was was a pretty good season. He played very well at time at times last year when they got McCaffrey. But overall, it was a lot of injuries, a lot of frustration, a lot of why why are you making the same mistakes, Jimmy, with him? So the Niners really haven't had a franchise guy since Steve Young. Jeff Garcia was a short-term type thing. Was he there for four years, really, as a starter, five? But with Purdy at 23 years old, what you can have now is a guy that five, ten years is, is your starter, right? That's what you're looking at. And again, if you're like, well, he's limited physically, he plays for Kyle Shanahan. I don't think Kyle Shanahan's going anywhere anytime soon. So he's going to play within this system for, I would think, at least the next three or four years maybe even maybe more so he's in this system he's in good shape <laughs> just enjoy it. it it just is what it is thrilled to be able to say again that this team has a franchise guy behind center now george kittle is another guy i want to talk about because george kittle is back he is back his last four games 25 catches 432 yards and two touchdowns with his 89 yards today He's tied Billy Wilson for fifth in the NFL or fifth, fifth in the NFL, fifth in 49ers history with 5,902 receiving yards. So right now, I believe it's Gene Washington, Dwight Clark, Terrell Owens, Jerry Rice ahead of Kittle. Kittle is an all-time 49ers territory right now, what he's doing. He, he's going to go down as one of the best 49ers that they've had. And you look at, this is another, we'll go back to the QB. Uh, Marcus Thompson from The Athletic put this stat out today. In Kittle's set first 76 games, he had 24 touchdowns. In his last 16 with Purdy, he has 12. So now you're seeing George, who has always gotten a lot of yards, but he never his, his thing was like, well, he doesn't score a lot of touchdowns. Now that he's with more of a, a dynamic quarterback, whether it's for the system or, again, however you want to put it, he's scoring touchdowns too. And that's really exciting, really exciting to see. Brandon Ayuk was another guy who had a big game today. In Tampa Bay, going into this game, we talked about that. Tampa Bay was really good against the run and they struggled against the pass, especially downfield. And especially when they're on the road, uh, Kirk cousins threw for three forty-four against them. Josh Allen, three twenty-four. CJ Stroud, four seventy. And now Purdy had three thirty-three. So when they're non-division road games, they've got absolutely 
killed in the passing game downfield. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And I thought today would be this way. And the Niners came out throwing. I think Purdy had 11 attempts maybe in the first quarter or right around there. Came out attacking them. And Brandon Ayuk has been huge downfield this year. Almost almost half of his um, targets have been big time throws, like 20 yards downfield. I saw Matthew Berry had a stat about that. And today was no different. Five catches, 156 yards. That's over 30 yards a catch if you're doing your math. He's at 841 yards now this season. He is going to go way past 1,000, assuming that he stays healthy. He's going to have the biggest Niner receiving year in, in, that we've seen. Well, Debo had 1,400. He's, he's probably going to be like right around there if he keeps on this pace. Um, he's having a great season. He's earning whatever contract he's going to get. Hopefully, it's from the 49ers. But they really did well today, the Niners, I thought, get, getting the Avengers involved, right? Ayuk, 5 for 156. Uh, Kittle, 8 for 89. Debo had, how many yards did Debo have here? I'll have to get it back up. Um, but D- Debo, again, it's not always like, Debo makes his plays. But with Debo, again, if he's not huge on the stat sheet, what he does just being on the field, the threat of him, teams always have to account for Debo Samuel, always. And it does make a huge difference, and it does open things up for other guys. So, today, so I can get this up here. Um, he had three catches, and he had his base. McCaffrey ran 21 times for 78.7 yards per carry, and that is basically what the Bucks allowed this year. Um, they they allow about 3.7 yards per carry, and, and that's what they that's what they got today. Um, really good game there. Elijah Mitchell came in with. Six carry, four carries for 24 yards. He looked like he had a little bit more burst, which was good because I was a little bit worried about Mitchell. He was averaging 2.8 yards per carry, and it was good that they got him off the field today. Um, I'm sorry, got McCaffrey off the field today and got Mitchell in there to get some runs, and he did well, and they're going to need him. We all want to see Jordan Mason get some carries, but if he doesn't and Mitchell stays ahead of him on the depth chart, we want to see Mitchell get going because, one, to keep McCaffrey fresh for the playoffs, and two, just – just because you need another threat, right? You need another running back who can go in there and get after it. So it was a big day for the Niners offense, 7.1 yards per play. Have to be really happy with that. The bad part about today's game was Hufunga, who, from what Kyle Shanahan said, it looks like he tore his ACL. So he's going to be out for the season. That's a huge loss for the Niners, huge loss. Jair Brown's going to come in now, the rookie. And he gave up. Might have been his first series, but he came in and gave up a long pass right, right off the bat. 35 yards, maybe 40 yards. Got kind of looked like he got his feet caught and the receiver just ran right by him. So you're thinking, oh man, is this going to be a liability? But then he came through with big play after big play. It was a fourth down in the corner. He goes and he bats the ball away from Mike Evans. And what I loved about that play was the first person you saw run over to him was Fred Warner. And Warner was in his face, whatever he was saying to him, pumping him up, talking him up. And I just love that because that that's a leader, right? 
that's the leader of your defense who comes right over to, to the rookie and is like, hell yeah, hell yeah. You know, we're here for you. We're behind you. It was a great play. We recognize that. And then he breaks up the pass to Kate Otten. It looked like Otten might have dropped it anyway, but Brown comes over and does a clean hit on him, makes sure the ball gets jarred loose, and then the interception happened a play or two after. And then he's Johnny on the spot when the ball bounces off of, I think it was Greenlaw's head, and he gets the pick. So he made some plays today, and that's good confidence for him moving forward. And look, this guy's probably going to be a starting safety next year, or the Niners hope. So let's let's see what he can do. Let's see what he can do there. But the Hufunga loss is going to be big. The only thing that I I think can really knock the Niners down or keep them down is injuries. And, and, and that's a big one right now. But we'll see what happens. Hopefully Brown can step in. The secondary, I don't know if there was soft coverage again today. Baker got a little bit of a rhythm, was hitting a lot of short passes. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Tampa Bay couldn't take advantage of Mike Evans on some downfield throws today either. Um, was it the first play of the game? One of them. I don't know. But deep pass, Evans was on Ambry Thomas, and I think Evans has like five inches on Thomas. He's a lot bigger than him. Thomas had good coverage, but Baker airmailed it. If they could just get Thomas in more jump ball situations, just because of the size of him, they might have had some success with that. But Baker couldn't get the ball. Baker did well on some of the short stuff, but he couldn't get the ball downfield to, to him. There were a lot of passes downfield that he airmailed or missed or, or whatever it was. So, But listen. A win is a win. They get this game out of the way. These are the games that obviously you have to win. You have to beat the teams that you should. And we'll see what happens with this stretch that they're about to have.